Dr. Anthony Chergoski uh, from UWL Political Science Department. Thanks very much for talking with us this morning, Doctor. I appreciate it. I everybody, no one has an opinion. Everyone is an expert. The way I feel based on the information that I have collected while reading or listening to my experts makes me an expert. And if you disagree, well, I can't punch you in the face because I can't see you. But if I could, I would. You're so totally wrong. You... Isn't that the nice thing about social media, Mike? Like everyone has become an expert on infectious diseases over the last six months. Right. Well, and they pick their uh, everybody is picking their expert and believing them and everybody else is part of the conspiracy to keep America down. Exactly. You know, that's something that's a phenomenon that we call motivated reasoning, where people are motivated to search for the sources and the evidence that align with what they already believe. And then they disregard or basically push off all of the other information as being part of some conspiracy against them or as just being flawed. So we see this so often, Mike. People are motivated to just find the information and the sources that confirm what they already believe. Oh, and by the way, never mix up when you're referring to President Trump and uh, you're thinking of him as orange man. Never say red man by accident because red man is chewing tobacco. Orange man is bad. (laughs) <laughs> you got to get it right with the colors. I guess I got got to get it right. Uh, I here's my thing: would would there be considerably less? Would there be any less vitriol, yelling, and screaming if the vast majority of people voted in person on election day? <laughs> It's it's a great question, Mike, and I think it's possible that there would simply because there is a lot of rumors and misinformation and just speculation about how exactly it works to have lots of people voting by absentee ballot. Mike, and this is something that is really new in Wisconsin. You know, the Marquette poll that came out last week showed that a solid third of Wisconsinites plan to vote by mail. And that marks a major shift from previous elections where it would be in the single digits in terms of the percentages who voted by absentee. And so, Mike, whenever there's a major change like this, whenever you're seeing something really new happen, I do think that it tends to lead to uncertainty and perhaps that uncertainty can lead to vitriol and uh, intense debate. Well, and we have every state or most states have a different set of rules. Uh, Minnesota started early voting today. I heard it asked yesterday by by uh, uh, someone I was listening to the conversation. They wondered, why do we even have an election day when votes will be accepted starting today? And in some states, they will be accepted two weeks after the election so what's you just randomly pick a day in november and uh weeks and weeks before and for a couple of weeks after that random selected day is uh, is time for election why bother why bother with an election day 
Mike, Article 1 of the Constitution gives states significant flexibility over how they administer elections. And so what we're seeing is really the consequences of that, that states have tremendous flexibility over the manners in which they conduct elections. And as you mentioned, even the timing in which they conduct the election. So this is really an outgrowth of Article 1 of the Constitution. But when states are doing radically different things, that leads to confusion because people think, well, we're doing it one way in Wisconsin. Why are these other states doing it a different way? And that can lead to uh, that can lead to conspiracies. That can lead to uh, that can just lead to uncertainty about how the votes are going to be counted. Like, are they going to be counted as accurately in Wisconsin as in other states? I think people have reasonable questions about that, and that's just again because states really have tremendous control and tremendous flexibility over the process of administering their election. Uh, a listener sent this text. Uh, People are not so concerned about the mail-in absentee ballots as they are the unsolicited ballots being mailed out to everybody in other states across the country. You didn't ask for a ballot. We're just going to send it to you anyway, even though you may, of course, vote in person. What's going to happen to that ballot? And how do you verify that uh, the person who filled that ballot out was not, uh, you know, your nephew helping your great grandmother who can't, uh, who isn't cognizant anymore. And there's going to be a, a, a yeah. potential for a lot of that going on when you don't have to verify that this ballot is legit. Mike, what I can say to at least give us some comfort here is that is not the system that we have in Wisconsin. President Trump has been talking about how, you know, there are systems where people have to solicit a ballot, they have to request a ballot, go through a process, get it sent to them. And that's exactly the process that we have in Wisconsin. So, you know, whatever people think about you know, the mailing out ballots or people just getting ballots that they don't request. And that's not the system that we have in Wisconsin. So hopefully people can take comfort in that, regardless of what they think about other systems of voting. I had a caller uh, send me a text, and we unfortunately don't have time to ask the question. What are you doing at 820 on Monday? Can we talk again? We sure can, Mike. All right. I'll ask you that question about uh, Someone sent me a text. Explain to me how the uh, Minneapolis City Council can defund the police. A hundred officers resign, and now the city council is yelling at the police chief because there's an increase in crime. Help me understand that, please, Professor. So think about that over the weekend, and we'll have a chance to talk again. I so appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Dr. Anthony Tregoski, time is always way too short.